0: Welcome back to the Legends RC Talk, Ryan Jason. Ryan Jason. Uh, welcome to episode 10. Episode 10 already. Already. So uh, today we're going to be talking a uh, little uh, carpet munchers. Dark matter and wormholes. That works too, I like it. Yeah. I'm yeah. actually not your host, just in case you were wondering. Well,
1: the legend here, El Presidente. We are gonna talk about. Wait, carpet you're, you're the legend. You're the legend, El Presidente. The legend here, and El Presidente. And
0: that's me. I'm El Presidente.
1: It means the president. Just in case anybody's wondering out there, I'm pretty and, sure
0: L means the. And in case anybody else is wondering, I did not name myself. Unlike me, it's not my own nickname. I didn't just all of a sudden say I'm the legend. So,
1: little backstory. This is actually goes back to carpet track too. Oh, I switched mine to The Legend just to keep my
0: thumb on you. And <laughs> then you switched my name to El Presidente R.E.A. I did. I remember that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, tonight we are going to talk about Carpet Track. Got a little snow in the UP yesterday and today. Mm. Um, so that's... I got mine off the shelf and you got yours off the shelf. Looks about the same as it did Beginning of last year. Got my what? Fortech. Well oh, you didn't say
0: that?
1: I didn't say what I had off the shelf either. What'd you get? A spoon. I don't know. Fortech. Oh. Is that what it is? A Fortech. Oh man. Yeah, this one's gonna go off the rails. <laughs>
0: this is gonna be ridiculous. <laughs>
1: what the heck are you doing? You're like pulling it apart. Uh no. Today we're gonna talk about. Um, Carpet Track, uh, we run the Vortex Touring Cars um, They do run slashes and bandits and a few other things down there um, Our favorites though are the are the Touring Cars
0: I like these a lot actually. Where'd you get that one? That
1: one's pretty nice.
0: This one that I got from a guy who decided to pick up a whole lot of them when they first came out needed a brushed one, a brushless one this, that, and the other thing. A couple brushed ones Yep, they're fun though. I, yeah. they weren't supposed to be fun for me, um, as I, I think I've put out on this a lot. I put out on everything I've ever been. I put out a lot. Well, um, every 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 source of media that we are on uh, your podcast here, the Outlaw YouTube stuff, or just talking to people in general. I've never. I never got into the part of the hobby as far as racing. I'm not a big race guy. I love no competition. I love just going out and like bashing and crawling like we do a lot. We always talk about that. I love that. I am horrible in competition. Yeah, you tend
1: to get cranky.
0: That's enough of that. You don't got to tell them that. <laughs> no, I do have... Well, and you've been going through with racers, which is cool. Um... Talking about like racer etiquette. That was uh, you and Jeff went through that, I believe, in the last episode. Yep. That that is a big thing. It really is. Um, when you have people smashing you around and breaking your trucks on you.
1: Yeah, cornering is a little more <clears throat> pronounced when you're in a small little area.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm just talking about racers themselves right now. Okay. If a racer like. You know the legend decides to throw you into a wall and then look at you and smile. Get faster. You remember that. I When you get out of the way and they still take you out, that's horrible. No, I don't want to get into that. No sore <laughs> subjects here. But but I, when it comes to the racing aspect, I do tend into, to turn into a little kid. I really do. With yep. a bad attitude.
1: When Anyways, in case everybody's wondering, we're going to go a little different route on this episode. I'm going to let... Uh, let El Presidente kind of take the reins on this episode and lead oh, yeah, us pre- around. We forgot to say that. I'm running this show today. Yeah, it's it's all on him. So if it's bad, don't get mad at me. Yeah, It's going
0: to be a bunch of babbling.
1: I'll, ma- I'll make up for it on episode 11. Well, Ryan likes to show up and... Uh, I showed up unprepared tonight, didn't know what to uh, go 100% for. 100%
0: unprepared.
1: But, hey, that's how we roll with the Legends RC talk. true.
0: It's true. Uh, uh, Technically, it's the outlaw way. It is the outlaw way. So just wing it. Yeah, and I've been sucking down wobbly pops here, so... That's good. So it'll be good.
1: It'll make it interesting.
0: But yeah. Anyway, thanks for cutting me off, co-host. Um, yeah. I, uh, I turn childless because I'm a, if I break my own truck, that's fine. But if somebody else breaks your truck for you multiple times in a row, not just one person, just in general, that, uh, that kind of... Kinda of gets me a little agitated. So I never try I mean I've I've went around to racing and I've seen a lot of racing. I like it. Um there's a lot of things where I would challenge you in a straight line race, I guess.
1: Yeah, you tend to seem like you have a little more fun with when we're ripping up and down the road drag racing and
0: Yeah. When you get uh I don't know, when you you get into the racing aspect of it, I mean, you have to obviously expect the unexpected. Something's going to get broke, someone's going to slide into you, you get new people and all that, and that's fine. Get out of town there. Um, But the carpet stuff, I, I tend to enjoy just because I do hate our weather patterns. Yeah. I think that was the biggest thing. And once the carpet stuff went in, I wasn't sure if I wanted to get into it, but... I ended up trading you. Uh, I believe the Summit might have been part of this. No, you didn't even no. get the Summit back from me. I don't remember how I got the Fortech off you, but you bought a couple of them, and you weren't sure why you needed them. I don't them. remember. You had two of them at once, and you're like, well... Was
1: Stampede in the trade or something?
0: My original? That might have been a Stampede Edition 1 Traxxas. The first edition.
1: It might have been, yeah.
0: But yeah, however I got it, you had a couple, and... You kind of talked me into it. i got to admit,
1: before you beat the crap out of that thing, the body was pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, it was the, the the Ford GT... The GT40. GT40 edition. And it's not so much I beat the crap out of it, just the fact that that GT40 body... It's not a race body. Everybody but... I've seen that has it. They've had to modify it a little bit. Yep. When you got people pushing you, flipping you over and stuff, where you're... For me, the first couple races, I was just slamming the walls. Mm-hmm. But... So, all right. So, um, why did you get into it? How About that? Oh, uh, why are you cut me off, son? How did you get into it?
1: All right. Well, um, Dave finally decided to open up the carpet track in the basement. We started talking about it with the Vortex. and it was something to do in the winter time. You know, we up here it's cold from October till. April.
0: I don't know. This year, I think it was more like August.
1: Yeah, it's been cold for a while. Um, yeah, it was just it's something to do down here. It's the weather is just miserable, so it's nice to be inside the basement and get everybody together once a week and have a good time. I'm gonna
0: cut you off one more time. And actually, when the when Traxxas first came up with the Vortex. I th- I mean, I thought the looks of the GTS and the Mustangs. I thought they looked magnificent, honestly. Yeah. But I wasn't. I wasn't too sure what was going to happen. Then when you got yours and you tried to run it down a regular road. Oh yeah. It did not work. No, that's well when I put the brushless in. Either of them, because like the tiniest, oh, the tiniest. Oh yeah, you have pebble cars, and it's going airborne yeah, it's and gone. launching.
1: Yeah, there was uh, another little issue too with the TSM on it. When I had the brushless system in it doing the drags, and it started doing this little wiggle. It didn't.
0: It did not want to go fast. I wouldn't even call it a little wiggle. That was weird. <laughs> it was like the, the car was possessed coming down the road at us.
1: Yeah, she'd start shaking. But uh, you were talking about uh breaking your cars. Everybody else is breaking them. Can I see your fortech for a minute? You can. Sweet. Thanks.
0: There you go. That was awesome. It was. Wow. I don't know what to say right now. (laughs) I really don't even know what to say. It's good
1: to go. Put a little tape on it. It'll be good.
0: Can we get a video on this? Soon. So if anybody wants to subscribe to the Legends RC Talk Hey, you got it. The first couple bucks is coming to me after that. What a Nice guy you are. Yeah, it's fine. It'll buff out. Uh, it will. Oh, my gosh. Well, anyway, yeah. So, the there's, there, there's so many cars. There's so much to go over with the carpet stuff. Anyway, um, I guess the first thing I will say is at Gromax Raceway, <clears throat> there's a, this will be one of the, only carpet tracks, if you've listened to the previous podcast, that there is no sauce allowed on tires. So, this is you won't hear us go through sauce. Um, no,
1: nothing allowed on there's tires. No, nothing.
0: No, nothing You're allowed, allowed on to tires.
1: No, scuff, and that's it.
0: Which, yeah, who would have thought?
1: Who would have thought that would have worked? Tires.
0: I think you were the first one to start doing that down there. What he means by scuffing is literally like getting your car going full blast and rubbing sandpaper all over the tires, sidewalls. Uh, the first couple times I did it, I will say I've only I flat tracked them right on the the base of the tire, and when you start cornering, I was getting goofy. Yep. So I started rubbing it all the way up to sidewalls, and that it changed the game. It was crazy.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. Pretty amazing how much just a little bit of sandpaper, you know. Once you found the sweet spot of how much to sand it, how much to warm your tires up, and how much grip you could actually get out of them.
0: Yeah, I still I still tell a funny story about sandpaper with these tires. Is <clears throat> me and at Gromax Raceway in the basement, the indoor raceway part, which is literally below the store. It's kind of set up. Where racer etiquette down there, for the most part, was everybody knew where their stations were. Yep. And there's no names. And there's been a... You know, there's quite a few times where we've had to move. I've had to move to different spots. New people come in. They get there earlier than I do. That's fine. It doesn't bother me. But for the most part, we're always in the same spots. And it's usually me and the vice president of the UPRC Outlaws, Appy, right next to each other. And the first couple times we started sanding tires I I was sanding and all the debris of the rubber was going right up Appy's side <laughs> and it was funny because he was wearing lighter colors that day and you could notice it that's awesome it looked like somebody pooped on him Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good so there we went crazy and went directly into the uh, tire prep right in the tire prep yeah wow
1: See what happens when I lose control of this thing.
0: Yeah. Well, that ain't... Come on now. You started out and you didn't even you know... Nobody even knew what I don't even know what today running. is. Today is a good day. That's what today is. But yeah, you and I, we're in the, we run the Vortex. There's a lot of people that run the Vortex. Um, that's, it's still not even it's, the biggest class down there. That's wild. Right.
1: The, well, with the Vortex for touring car-wise, they're more durable than, say, the Tamiya's. The the kick cars are a little more brittle compared to what these will do.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it, it's just like, you guys were talking dirt track, and I know, potentially, down the road, you might do a dirt versus carpet type of thing as far as preps are different, how you set your cars up is different. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you could, nothing's, nothing similar. But the one, well, the one similar thing I would have to say is, I have seen some of the kick cars... Set up just like, uh, just like some of the dirt dirt cars you guys are running, because like the Kaosha, uh, there's a Kaosha Phaser. Okay. That kind of sets up just like the uh, the TTO2 Double R, and actually, a Mr. Grumpy I believe has the old Double R.
1: Yeah, he's got a TTO2. I thought he has like a TTO5 or something too. Oh, okay.
0: I know it's a Double R. I know
1: he's got two Tamayas. TTO two sounds familiar. I'm pretty positive he does have one of those, but he does have another, another kit that he was putting together, the latest and greatest.
0: Okay, well, I think I think Tamaya has, I think all their kits had, not all of them. Sorry, I think they all had two versions. Not every single one, but because there was like a TTO two and then a TTO two double TTO five. Want a drift car? And, oh, that's good burnt i don't know i have no idea
1: yeah one might one version might be a drift i've noticed a lot of them but i know they
0: i know they have two versions of each you know like that but you know all those all the kit cars they're set up you know obviously you know with your kits Mm -hmm. fully tunable yeah from start to finish and the biggest difference between dirt and carpet is at least all the carpet that i've seen I have seen some with like bumps and little jumps, but there's hardly ever any jumps. Carpets usually, you want to stay flat.
1: Yep, make your car sound like a vacuum cleaner, and you will win races.
0: Uh for the record, I figured out the legend's key to success, and I won't share it. But I Hoover. figured it out, and it's, it's Hoover. It's a Hoover vacuum. Yep. And it's not cheating. There's no cheating involved. Nothing like that. But I have figured out his car setup now, and I'll give one hint. Is that all right? Sure. Okay. Look just look at the bottom of his car. That's all you have to do and you already understand what's going on. She, she's a vacuum. It is. See like I am, Yeah,
1: yours looks nothing.
0: I'm in here. Yep. And you're in here. Yep. And that's the problem. I figured it out. I told you I'd help you. <clears throat> Thank you. But
1: No, that's another thing too is there's no secrets. You know, when I figured out the whole tire scrub somebody's having troubles with traction, I don't mind helping and showing what actually does help.
0: <laughs> I do got to say, though, because, um, yeah, I'll always say about this area, and I, I'm saying on a lot again, too. This area of R.C. where, I don't know if anybody's not from around here, we're, we are in the upper peninsula of Michigan.
1: Damn near Canada.
0: Yep. so if you see Michigan, it, most people think it's just a glove part. There's a part above it, too.
1: No, we're the little rabbit-looking thing.
0: Yeah, We're actually a third of the state with like a 64th of the population yeah. or something like that. We got,
1: we're the third of the state with the population of Detroit.
0: Yeah, one city in Michigan. We can barely cover that. Yeah. But up here, you'll hear a lot of people on this podcast talk about how most people will help you out with stuff. So the tricks are... Except for that Appy, he's a secretive little son. Yeah, he
1: doesn't. He doesn't give much out.
0: No, he doesn't. But the second you told everybody about the scrubbing the tires with Love sandpaper crazy. thing, Home Depot sold out. Oh, Home Depot sold out, and the basement of Gromax stunk like burning rubber. Just stunk. <laughs> I could smell it at the door.
1: Oh uh, yeah, and everybody was coming in with other stuff to try and different tricks and. Yep. Yeah, I got. Uh, got crazy
0: down there all right so i've been your host uh, el presidente oh not yet sorry i have noticed your podcasts are getting longer and longer they are that's awesome
1: they, they kind of plateaued now though at 55 to an hour that's kind of where i'm trying to keep them yep it's kind of a comfortable time and uh the legends rc talk on facebook again you know any suggestions on what you want to hear on some episodes feel free to drop it on there do got some suggestions on there that we need to cover yet but doing a couple of these a week there's no shortage
0: that's a the problem there's so much to cover in this so you okay back to the carpet anyway the carpet racing um most most of the uh tracks out there like i said, they they allow you to do tire sauce and this and that but We're in a smaller community. Uh, We have pretty much one person who's paying for everything. So putting sauce on a carpet, you can't expect a guy to replace the carpet after so many times. Um, So we try to get...
1: Well, that and it being in a store, The stuff makes a mess. Inside
0: the store, it's messy. And once you run sauce on a lot of these faster hot cars, it all wears off, and this track allows younger people to come on with stock trucks stock tires pretty much and if you're an unsauced, if you've ever raced before and if you ever run on nothing on your tires if you haven't ever if you don't even know what sauce is it's just a pretty much a little sticky stuff you put on your tires you roll it around and it helps you stay on the track more but if you're not running that on your tires and you go back on the track. Now it's like an it's ice like, rink. Yeah, it's bad. It's horrible. Like driving in the UP in the winter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, well, parking lot donuts. Save the carpet, Save the people upstairs from breathing in anything. And save it. Yeah, stuff does stink too. Save the young cats from having to slide around on everything. So we don't run sauce at Grow Max. Which We were able to find quite a bit of traction down there though without it. Yep. And we've. It was. Once I gave up on like really trying to win and more or less okay. and just try to enjoy the hobby itself yeah. and the racing, <clears throat> I got into it. I, I I'm ready to go back. I'm ready for for the winter season again. Uh, hopefully, this COVID BS doesn't stop us because um, it did. It started cutting our season short last year. Yep. Yeah, it kicked in right at the end of it. Yep. So we had we had weekly meetings pretty
1: much of to make sure everyone's yeah do we continue or do we can I think we actually did kind of stop the season early I think we did yeah I think we because we were you know we got a few uh, older cats down there that we didn't want to expose to expose to everybody
0: yeah yeah we're not we're not in it to you know get anybody for the realism of what it, all, everything's yeah going we on. don't know we're not trying to get people sick we don't want anybody to not feel a Comfortable, especially when it came out, it was nobody knew what to expect with it. Nobody knows what to expect, no. still that's the worst part. <clears throat> but yeah, believe it or not, get it or not, whatever. Yeah, Dave down there, he's he was always that was on the forefront of his thoughts of making sure everyone is safe. And he didn't, you know, you don't want good racers to back out because they don't feel comfortable, right. And then that changes the aspects yeah, of the whole the season. Yeah, he made
1: the right he made the right decision there by doing a vote. Oh uh, yeah, yep, I believe so. Bringing it up with everybody
0: right away. Yeah, because if somebody was scared, somebody was panicking. Can't blame them. I'm mm-hmm. not. I don't. I don't talk down to anybody who feels anyway. Right. So yeah, cut her short, whatever. But hopefully, by the time the the season kicks off again, we can keep it figured out. That's the cool thing about Gromax, especially the outdoor stuff. Right now, you guys only have one week left. One week left, because you're in Antigo this weekend. Yep. Yeah, we're going down to Antigo
1: Sunday. All the guys tonight, were up at Big Rock. Yep. Under the lights, it was cold, wet. My feet got wet. Yes. I got I, mad. Yes, I believe. Saw your feet got wet. Feet
0: got wet. Yeah, I'd quit. I wouldn't even race anymore ever again. Yeah, I'm just done. But yeah, I, I yeah obviously I didn't make it up there tonight. I did have other obligations. Tried to make it. I was there on a FaceTime situation. A little bit type FaceTime, of thing. and everybody was freaking yelling. Yeah, yelling at you for laughing at a joke they thought.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> so. I was laughing at uh, El Presidente for getting to hit record on a freaking YouTube, YouTube video. Yeah. Speaking of the tubes of you, Hello. you uh, tend to say the podcast name a little wrong.
0: You know, no, I don't. What's your sticky notes say? sticky note that you wrote for yourself oh burn it says welcome back yeah, to the legends was, rc talk that was a burn oh my my sticky note says carpet pan cars hobby park not sure why the hobby park parts there but i got that Hmm. Yeah, so, i don't yeah. know okay now when you do these I know you have uh, you got a whole array of guests here coming up, right? Yeah, it's
1: there's so many people in this town with a breathful, an abundance of
0: a whole bunch of RC stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. A bunch of knowledge in the RC world. So, um, well, what I want to say too is, I've actually i I actually got a message. And I haven't even told you on the side because I was waiting for the perfect opportunity to show it up. And now that I'm taking over found the podcast... Found a tutor for spelling? Found you a tutor for spelling. And if you guys hear like a weird thumping noise in the, the film, it's the table and my chairs are... I don't know if they're about to take a nap on the floor or what. but I've, I've been it's asked... Pretty sweet
1: if it did it on air.
0: Because the, the podcast, if you read the introduction, it says Ryan and Al Presidente are going to take this... Journey. Journey on the RC Adventure World, and I've actually been asked, why are you not in all the podcasts? Ah, good point. Uh, I don't jump into all the podcasts because, just so everyone knows, this is the Legends podcast. So when he goes out with Dave and Jeff and some of these other guys, I know they have a lot of knowledge, and I honestly feel like I would just be an interruption, like the third wheel.
1: But you're there in the in the shadows though, giving me info on stuff. So. Yep.
0: But I mean, I was I jumped in on the Brad one just because Brad's huge into the the straight axle monster truck stuff, and I love monster trucks, so that was one where I actually said I'm going, and there was no questions asked. But you know, Dave runs Gromax, Max, so he's got. The forefront of knowledge on everything that's coming yeah. out and all that stuff. Well,
1: and he's, he's been doing this since, well, forever.
0: Yeah. There's,
1: Way before we were even thinking about the hobby.
0: If we When went I there, was
1: playing with a Godzilla, he was actually racing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was playing Ninja Turtles and Pro Wrestling action Ooh, figures. Ninja Turtle pies. God, I missed those. those. But yeah, Dave, Dave's got so much knowledge that Dave could just take it over and go. And I try to leave it alone there. Um, Jeff, I don't know. Jeff? Actually, I've seen him, but I don't think we've ever actually
1: met. Yeah, actually, he was uh, saying that the other days, that he'd actually... Because me and Jeff talk all the time. You get brought up, obviously, with our relationship in the RC world. Whoa. Whoa, buddy. Just got real. <clears throat> um, and he actually said the same thing. He's like, yeah, I feel like I know him, but I don't think I've ever actually talked to him.
0: Nope, I don't think so. But Jeff, as soon as you did the first one, I just couldn't make the first one. But as soon as that happened, I, you can already tell. Because Jeff said he's only been in it for so long. Not not a whole lot.
1: Three years. Something like that. Years, yeah.
0: But he got into it, and he got in hard. I mean, he got in two feet ahead. Like, here we go. But, yep. So, he, listen to your podcast with him last night, even. Like, he knows what he's talking about. And he's, he's like me. He's got a lot to say, so that's that's awesome. So I
1: tend to have a lot of people on here that have a lot to say.
0: Yeah, you should just start calling it everybody else's podcast with the legend. Ooh, going to change names. What else right. did you have to say about the... Uh,
1: All right, well, that'll just about <laughs> do it for episode 10.
0: <laughs> I already tried doing it. You won't let me. Huh.
1: Uh, I don't know. You're in charge here, you know. All uh. right.
0: So, what kind of? I know a lot of the carpet tracks that I've looked into anyway before Gromax even started doing carpet racing. Um, most of the tracks had a lot of s- specifics for indoor cars. Um, the pan cars, the old pan cars, because Traxxas and the Fortech they came into the game real late mm-hmm. with the Fortech, but. That was perfect timing for where we're at for Gromax, because, okay, now Gromax was already a Traxxas dealer, so yep, and it's a
1: reasonably priced, yeah, they're durable like, car.
0: They're cheap, and I yeah, you can beat the. I mean, car, Christ, I've had like things. six
1: of them since this started, so
0: yeah. So before that, though, a lot of the a lot of the cars were actually a lot of the the mini, like the Kyoshas and all that stuff. Like they were running. I don't know, they were running all over the place, but they never had bigger trucks. Mm-hmm. Gromax pretty much has a class. Like the outdoor stuff. it's There's a class for every truck. Yeah. Slashes, well, I mean...
1: Not every truck, but...
0: Not every the, truck, but I mean... You the stuff run.
1: that's reasonable to run in a small enclosed space. Slashes,
0: Revos, Bandits. And some of them are questionable. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of them. I, I,
1: can, I tend to turn my head when the slashes come out on the track. So yeah, try, try to announce when your head's down because you don't want to see all the plastic breaking.
0: Yeah, the slash class? <laughs> uh, at Gromax Raceway, okay, it's, it's underneath the store. It's, it's not a huge spot but it's it's perfect. There's a, there's It's mm-hmm. perfect room for uh, that because then there's a back room section where there's some uh, pit Barriers. areas. And, but when the slashes take off, Oh my, it's, that's all you hear is just plastic, just slamming concrete and wood. Yep. And each other. Yeah, it's, it's, it's something else to see. I had to take a few videos down there because I wasn't sure. (laughs) I mean, the Vortex, every once in a while the Vortex will get out of control. Oh yeah, especially when you're on the track. But hopefully soon. You'll be better at it? No, I won't be better because you're joining my class again. But hopefully soon, might be able to stretch that course a little bit. And it's gonna be amazing when it really happens. see what these things can do.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's already. It's. It's so fast paced. Yeah. It's, it's kind of when you're clicking off laps in four seconds.
0: It's well, you know, it's fast paced when you run a brushless one, and. They're so fast that you just, it, it's uncontrollable on a short track. Right. So, that's that's why I like the slashes and all the bigger trucks. Those are the ones that it's crazy that you can actually control them down there because it is such a switchback track. Mm hmm. So. Welcome to GROMAX and Grow Max RC Raceway, the UP's biggest and best superstore for
1: planting and hobbies like RC. We've got everything you need for Traxxas, Losi, Techno, and all the other brands. Not only that, but we have racing every Sunday. So stop out, we're always here. Get growing, get racing, get a new hobby, GROMAX. So,
0: so, so all right. did
1: you have a nice, nice bathroom potty break? I did, I had to go, sorry. All right, all them wobbly so pops. That's staying in. That's fine. I had some, like I told you, I was it was in, three good. minutes of me singing down here by myself.
0: Good. Well, I had wobbly pops, and you were gone for too long. So, yeah, tonight I would have went up to the the lights, but I had a few outlaw obligations.
1: Folding light? What? Lights.
0: No, up to Big Rock under oh, the lights. Big Rock
1: under the lights.
0: Okay. I was supposed to tell somebody that I wasn't going to go, and I forgot to. I'm sorry. Yeah. But with the uh, With the carpet racing, what a lot of people think, kind of what I thought, is it's not like dirt racing, where you have to go out, you race, and pretty much as soon as the race is done, you need to get your truck cleaned up, otherwise it's just going to sit there all week and be dirty. And I was ignorant to the actual truck prep of what happens down there, Mm -hmm. until... I took my Fortec outside to show somebody whatever. I swept off part of the road so I could drive it up and down, and it started smoking. And if you have a smoking RC, (laughs) that's not normal, just in case anybody's wondering. The carpet fibers were just sucked inside the motor. So I broke my truck down, and this was probably the third or fourth week that I've been racing. I literally got done with the race.
1: Was that before you quit the first time or second time? Second time. Okay.
0: So took my truck in, and uh, what I, I'd normally just take the batteries out, throw the truck up on the shelf, done.
1: Yeah, that's the nice thing with, unless you break something, that's nice thing about indoor carpet is, Maintenance is nothing. You can blow it out when you're done with a race and
0: put it in your bag till next week. But I didn't even think about that part until it started smoking one day. (laughs) So I brought it in, pulled it out, and figured maybe the motor was going, maybe the brushes wore weird or something. I mean, you get a faulty motor once Mm -hmm. in a while, but I, I put a lot of laps on that, so I figured that that can't be it. The carpet fibers were intertwined in every piece of the motor, so, I blew that out, and then, I mean, with the with the factory, a little bit of grease that's on the motors, you can't just blow them out. The stuff still... Yeah, it clings st- to everything. Yeah, it clings to everything.
1: Especially with the diffs leaking in these things like crazy.
0: Yep. Yeah, and even the bearings, um, up and down the shocks. Shocks were... I mean, the shocks on these things, on all the, like, the pan cars, the Vortex, whatever, for the smaller trucks... And I say smaller because you put it next to a 10th scale and it does look smaller. Right. Everything's so tight. I ended up ripping my truck completely apart. I had to pull wheels, bearings, everything out. So after that, in all realization, the, the prep between carpet and dirt, to me, is it's pretty much the same. Really, you should do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, you want to make sure it's clean after you're done.
1: Go through it. Make sure you don't have a shock leaking oil out on you. Yep. Uh, Make sure your diffs are good. Make sure your bearings are good. You know, that's... You're putting a lot of G-forces on them with traction on those little bearings. Yep. And uh, it was a while before I realized how washed out mine were. All of a sudden, I had a bad race, and it's like, what's wrong? Why isn't this thing handling good? Turns out it was... Four bearings that it cost... or Well, more than four bearings. Two, four, six, eight bearings. It cost me like $10 to replace. But then it was good again for... A whole bunch of weeks.
0: Yep. And You know, one of the things with... The carpet stuff, the good thing is it's... Your truck, even if it has fibers and everything else in it, it's still clean, so it's... Yep. Yeah, you're not dealing with the dirt, but
1: you got other stuff that's actually... That can affect your motor if you got too much too much carpet fiber built up around the esc
0: or under it it can overheat yeah I say my biggest was always the motors with these and the thing about the a lot of the carpet stuff is for the most part because we're not running sauce at grow max anyway mm-hmm. most of it most of the time you're literally in a controlled drift yeah so you're you're you are on the throttle most of the time where you see if you go up to dirt tracks even the faster ones there's always that point in the corners where you're hitting the brakes a lot and you're not hitting the brakes but you're breaking the motor a lot you're letting off hitting reverse to slow into a corner Um,
1: suspension setup matters on carpet
0: yeah i just figured that out not too long ago but with uh one thing i never hear anybody talk about is maintaining like a stock brushed motor um you'll hear if you ever look into it a lot you'll hear a lot of like break-in videos if you want a spare motor i know a lot of people break in a motor in a glass of water where you hook it up drop the motor right in water Mm -hmm. And run a battery through it. That way your brushes are all broken. So as soon as you hit the trigger, if you have to put it in a truck, it's the full potential that motor will be. But cleaning a motor. Because most of the brush motors, they just have bushings in and out of the shafts. It's just a... Yeah, it's
1: a sealed can. Yeah, little brass piece. There's not a lot you can do with <coughs> it. You can't rebuild them.
0: Yeah, they call them self-lubricating bushings. Um, what I... What I personally do, and this is some of the stuff I like to hear, because it seems like every time I hear a podcast, two people always tell you, what we should do is this. But what I like to hear in stuff is different setups and how people maintain their vehicles differently, because everybody's different. And I don't care what anybody says, if there is a perfect way to do something, somebody actually might have an easier, quicker way to do something or a better way to do something. So what I do with my motors now for carpet racing, or even, I've had a few brushed motors stick around in the bashing department, but usually we go brushless. Mm -hmm. But to clean a motor, what I normally use is an electrical degreaser, but make sure it is plastic safe. And I will tell you that by experience. Um, All the little fins in a brushed motor.
1: Yeah, they're plastic.
0: Yeah, if you use a normal electrical degreaser or like a mm. brake clean type of thing, it will melt it.
1: I like just using a compressor that's been sitting in the corner and full of water.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Compressor talk, that's another good subject, eh? Yeah. <laughs> blow some water. But, I mean, if, if you do the, the water break-ins or... I, I don't know if Appy did it or not, but if you if you need to clean a motor, especially a dirty motor... Um, say crawling trucks that we go in the mud with. Yep. Take your motor out, leave it connected to, the, to everything. Leave it connected to your ESC. Drop it in a, a glass of water and just run it for a minute. Yeah, clean all that dirt and grit Before out of the there. Forward reverse, that's fine, but then make sure you throw a little lubricant down afterwards. My favorite lubricant is either a white lithium aerosol. Three in one. Or a three in one. And three in one, I carry three in one with me everywhere we ever go. That's another thing, too, is a lot of these stock classes, you got
1: to be careful. Um, calm drops. You know, if you're running a, a spec class where you're running a brushed Titan motor, they don't really want you doing a lot of that stuff. Like, you can't open the can. You're, you're nope. not supposed to be able to go in it and do anything. Nope, don't open the cans. Um, certain places may not want you to use calm drops. Yep. They, you can do water break-ins, stuff like that, oil your, your bushings. But I don't think they want you to do a calm drop. So no, something to make sure to check with your tracks before you do go and do something like that. Yeah,
0: my recommendation would be on each side of the motor, just where you see the little bushing, mm-hmm. just three in one oil, one little drop. That's all. That's all you need. And then run your motor, and then take a piece of paper towel or a Q-tip, and get all the excess uh, grease oil off of it right away. Right. But just something to keep it solid. So in case you have to park your truck. You don't want it freezing up on you, so yeah. You need letting it to... rust because it's got yeah, wet and pull it back out, and then yeah, then you're you're done for the day. I mean, yeah. And you know, what's cool about these the uh, tools and extra parts you need for these? Um, I hear you talk to people all the time too about what do you bring to the track for. Racing for the longest time for carpet racing, I brought nothing. I brought tools. So mm-hmm. I brought you know every size tool you need to tighten a screw or take a wheel off, but I did not bring any spare parts. Right, and I I will not lie. I'm one of the most totally unprepared racers there are because the nice things with these though part wise,
1: you don't break a whole lot on them. Caster blocks, maybe a control arm. Um the drive cup I have seen a couple people that were breaking those. But really that's it. I mean nothing really major. Really even control arms. I don't remember a lot of control arms breaking.
0: Uh, you know, the biggest thing for these Wheeler, he's
1: broken control arms.
0: I yeah, I still feel bad about that. We don't love event tonight. <laughs> I just ran him over right away. But yeah, I think the biggest thing for me was uh rims
1: oh yeah when I was running the other class I broke a lot of rims stock not so much yours are busted up a little bit there
0: My, but mine made it through a really hard season so yeah I'm, I'm not even gonna complain about that but yeah I've seen aftermarket rims explode actually because I ran the mod class hmm and it seems like a lot of the mod what, what mod class is, is just anything that's not stock rims and tires on your car
1: Still, Yeah, it was still Titan motor, but you could do any other upgrade you wanted to with a rubber tire.
0: Yeah, and it seemed like the mod class for the most part was... It seemed like racing slick style tires was most of the mods.
1: I have found a few tire selections. Um, The Japanese... What was it? It was the Japanese spec rain tire or something like that. Uh, Those, I was actually getting so much traction... That I'd come through the corner and I would get too much side bite and roll myself over. Yep.
0: I don't want to keep bringing it up, but I will have to say that the Vatera stock tires... See, I didn't like them. ...were amazing. I thought they looked like they would do they really were, good. They were, they were. You were just running... Too, I think you were running too much gear in it. I don't know. Let's make up story. I don't know. I thought they were great. Cause no, I use the same gear all the time in that... Usually, if it says Vaterra folks, it's perfect, so it's fine. Jesus, <laughs> but I got nothing. Yeah, see, told you. And uh, bodies, bodies for this indoor stuff is that's a, it's big. That's a must-have. Um, yeah, for me, the Corvette body, the
1: Traxxas Corvette body was really durable, and it seemed like it helped my car handle. It actually did give me enough downforce. I wasn't a fan of, like, the bitty designs, stuff like that. I had nothing but bad luck with them. They're too thin. And they caused me all
0: kinds of trouble. That was the weirdest thing about them after, like, the aftermarket bodies for Traxxas came out with for those that didn't didn't come on any cars. No. But they were, like, thicker, stronger. Yep. Flex Seal. Yeah, the Flex Seal did help. Yeah, because I'm running my GT body still. And I don't even know if that's going to be track legal by the time I start here.
1: <laughs> it's an open wheel, Carnell. It's you might be able
0: to run that with the stadiums. Yeah. Yeah, and that, yeah, that's another big thing too. Like the, the stadium trucks, the slash classes and all that. Um, at least if you're listening to this podcast in our area and you plan on racing at Gromax, if you're running a slash, make sure the body goes over the wheels and tires. Yep, that's right. That is one of the rules.
1: You get, you can't run a, a bug body or something open wheel. Yep, the,
0: you know, it, it was allowed. It's too tight. It was allowed last season because somebody had just bought a body as we started racing. Yep, and it was a younger gentleman. So, you know, once that body was broke though, that was the rule. Make sure you cover the wheels back up. Yep, and that's as dumb as it sounds. That that's actually for the protection of that person's vehicle. Yeah. Because that's them slashes down in a small space going that fast.
1: Yeah, you snag a wall with that tire out in the open and you're ripping stuff off the yeah, truck. Yeah,
0: you blow your truck right up. Uh, What else I got for the this kind of stuff?
1: That I'm the Grandmaster Champion. and
0: I'm not the Grandmaster Champion. I won't say I that am. about this. Oh, he's not. How are you the Grandmaster Champion?
1: I got trophies to prove it.
0: I got a trophy. I got two <laughs> trophies. We both have a four-tech <laughs> with two trophies, so uh, lay off there, son. Once this is in video, you'll see the true story of all this. I'll just have to win a couple more. Yeah, yeah, I was hoping that you'd stay out of the stock class, but yeah, I only run stock, so I'm not. I'm not a racing. I can't give you any true racing tips. Besides, a big one for, big one for me. Honestly, the biggest tip I can give if you're running a four-tech or a Pan car style car. And the body is enclosed. It, it encloses the whole chassis. A heat sink for a brushed motor. Heat or heat sink with a fan. With a fan. Uh, that is night
1: and day. That thing day. changed my life. Yep. I love that heat sink with the fan
0: on it. I don't know how my motor is still going. And actually, once again, thank you, Mr. Grumpy, if you're listening. The heat sink. Man, I was running super high temps. Mm-hmm. And now my motor, like I can touch the motor, but I can't touch the heat sink now.
1: Okay. Well, see now, because these ESCs don't have a fan on them either. Nope. And after a, after a hard race, like if I jump in the mod class, I can actually feel the heat from the ESC under the chassis. And like, yeah, the whole under chassis is hot.
0: Yep. But I mean, I can, I can literally, because the heat sink doesn't take up the whole motor, but it's it's about half, I think, and I I center mine. I try to center mine just so the blades on the actual motor are touching it. I can touch the motor; it's warm, but I cannot touch the heat sink because it gets so hot. These things run so fast. That's because of that dark matter. Dark matter will eat up your motor right now. But yeah, uh, tool wise now this time, I will carry a couple extra control arms. I'll carry a couple extra of the the links. So I'm running still the solid links too. I don't. That's have all any, I have on mine. Mine's not adjustable. I had the adjustables in there and learned the hard way that they snap easier. Yep, but there are you know there's a lot of things you can do. Uh, the the preloads. It always weirded me out with Traxxas trucks because like they give you the preload clips, mm-hmm. and they come in like an old model car, snap them out, and away you go. I have ten thousand preload clips. I think everybody does at this point. But I, I never really cared. I a box full of them. For bash and stuff, I never really cared. No. Like, for a stock stampede, I don't need them. Mm-hmm. I'll use a big one, or I'll use none. That's thats how my preload works. The Vortex now, I do have to admit, I, do pre, I preload my front a little bit more than the back because I want the front to be gripping and staying down. I don't want it to move. Yeah, I'll vacuum cleaner through. I'll help you go through your car this year oh thank you you're welcome that's so nice get some
1: grub screws got them. okay Thanks. get the, get the tools from grumpy torque them right down Give me the caster camera gauges and all that good stuff
0: and the ride height gauge and I'll help you oh, out. I'm not too worried it doesn't matter racing is all about it doesn't matter because I'm just gonna dominate again you are see the way I think about racing when people get too serious about racing my car would win every race if it, I wasn't there? Nope. It just needs a better driver. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> it's best driver win a race. Want me to DD it for you? Yeah, please. That's what I always say about all my trucks. That are all, all my trucks are the best. No, mine, I mean, you can ask
1: Brad when... Brad? Brad. I uh, that, gave baby. him mine for the last week racing. And if the car wouldn't have broke at the end, because it was pretty wore out from the seasons and I had it. I didn't race for how many weeks, so I never fixed anything. And he made it, like, three-quarters of the way through the mod race, and it finally broke on him. But he was up there, like, top two. Mm -hmm. So it's... Car setup makes a huge difference. You know, I'm not taking anything away from Brad's driving, but he had a pretty miserable time down there some weeks with the the touring cars trying to figure him out. And when I handed him mine, he... Looked like he's been knew exactly what he was doing with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. See the the, the indoor stuff. It's it's really you know a lot of it, it's really tight. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's really tight oh, racing. Yeah,
1: our lanes are what three feet max wide.
0: On some, you know, on, once in a while we get it wide open, like where it'd be when we're on the oval or something. Yeah, and there was a couple switchbacks. Uh, another thing about Gromax Raceway downstairs that was cool, I thought, was. The legend and some other guys would always change up the track.
1: Mr. John Wheeler would come down. Everything. Brad would come down. T would come down. Yep. You and Jessica, Appy.
0: Fellow UPRC Outlaw member, John Wheeler, he was pretty much the, he oh. cleaned everything every time. He he's was he's got more miles on
1: that vacuum cleaner down there than he does his touring car. I think. Yeah.
0: And that's why, you know, and he's another one that's fun to race with because he doesn't care if he wins or loses. He just wants to have a good time. Yep. And that's what it's all about to me that's why there was a few select people that were down there that i mean there's you get them everywhere too this is not i'm not trying to dog anybody but you get a few down there that are out for blood for some reason like this is a these you know i'm sorry don't forget folks these are we're playing with toys okay these are toy trucks we're playing with I'm
1: sorry but i like winning
0: yeah right well you obviously didn't win the UPRC so outlaw touring car Authentic homemade trophy.
1: I did. I'm really disappointed about that I did. one, too. I even brought my best body out for that.
0: Worst part about it, though, is... I, I should have put wheels on. That's all I did was won my own parts back. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I got third place down there because you quit. Otherwise, I probably would have got 15th. Um, I liked it. Uh, you get down there, it's, it's just one of those deals that I've heard you and Jeff talk. And, you know, when you get, when you get into that rhythm with people... When the etiquette is perfect, so mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I suck at racing. I'm not even going to lie. I'm a president of an RC club, and I suck at racing. And I'm fine with that, because I just like RCs. I'm, that's all I'm in it for. So when you get down there with people like yourself where you can call out stuff, mm-hmm. people would come by you, and I always knew somebody was coming up on me, so I'd be like, all right, I'm hanging right here. Yep. Pull over, let them go by. Just listen for the vacuum. Yeah, man, it was, it was good. Yeah, because even when you were running, there's a lot of time. I always tell people too: if I get in first place, I know I'm gonna lose. <laughs> I gotta get all antsy and I get jumpy. See, I,
1: I I don't know. I loved. That was my favorite thing when you get out in the lead in a race, and your car is flowing through the track like it should. There's, there's not much that beats it in racing.
0: So, and for me, it's I get into that. Once I'm in second place, mm-hmm. I get in a competitor mode. Right. Where I can chase you and I can pass you, and I love it.
1: See, that's where you got to find the next person in line and start chasing. Even when you're in first. Don't ever think you're in first.
0: Well, that's the problem is the last, place, the last place is going two miles an hour where everybody else is doing 20. So I would, I like to follow the two-mile-an-hour guy. And yeah. I realize that you're getting lapped. But, yeah, I mean, the, the racing downstairs, it's... I love the winter circuit just for the fact that I have something to do. Yeah, it's... Because we, we go outside and we bash and stuff in the winter, it's now... It's so cold. But this Getting year... Getting old. This year's going to be hard again, too. Um, our... Our... Our small circle here has got a good handle on a lot of these 24th-scale crawlers now.
1: There's three of them sitting on a table. There's three right of them sitting here.
0: on a table. There's one right next door, pretty much. Yep.
1: Yeah. Block away, there's one sitting there.
0: Yeah. We, I know you guys were touching on it because uh, all the SEX, all the axial stuff that Gromax carries now is. They're, the, all the new stuff's coming out. And I know you and Jeff were talking about. Yeah. Jeff,
1: Dave, know you guys are listening. You got to get one now. It's mandatory.
0: Well, you guys, you and Jeff were talking about the bigger ones, but. Oh, Yeah. No. I do
1: want to put a little reminder out there, too. I do need a SCX-10 version 3.
0: This isn't your show. Gladiator. To, this is not your show tonight, son. I am a legend. I am going to put a little reminder out there. I need all the Vatera sender products that are out there, please, ship to my house. Uh, appreciate it. But the twenty-four scale crawling, the axials, uh, you have an element. Um, you're probably going to get an axial because I think the element might go away soon, but... We'll see. This will be... The other, this will be our winter other portion, I guess, now of what we do.
1: Oh, just wait. I'm going to have a freaking course going through my living room, up over the window,
0: all the way to the bedroom. Oh, you do not got to tell me. You're going to be telling me what to do while you're not even there. So. Yep. <laughs> yes, you are going to have a really sweet course.
1: Door's open. <clears throat> Go
0: build it. Well, yeah, with the, the downstairs, anyway, we'll wrap this one up with the downstairs. Carpet track racing. And yeah,
1: 4 tech car
0: it's pretty cool this i would have to say if anybody ever wants to get into racing especially around here or anywhere there's an indoor carpet track uh, when i first got in the rc bit with the racing anyway to me i i got nervous you know i don't know what to do i don't know what to expect Mm -hmm. you go to a track where there's racing
1: it's a different world.
0: So here you go. This might be another one to to kind of pass on down the down the line here with the rest of the people that actually race. But yeah, because that could be a good episode too. What for a beginner or even for an RC enthusiast? that's always just bashed and crawled and did what I do.
1: What to expect when? You're what do you in, expect when, when you show at up to a
0: track? Because I I heard you and Jeff say, make sure you show up with exact change. Well, what does that mean? How much does it cost to race? What do we do? Where is this posted? How do I figure out what, you know, exact change? Well,
1: that's where you need to get in contact with Track.
0: Well, yeah. I know that. And Gromax Raceway has Hi,
1: I'm Ryan. I help Dave with Gromax RC Raceway. What would you like to know?
0: Cool. I I got a bunch of trucks. What now?
1: What do you got? All right, we got to see what I mean. We that's, got we, we need to do what, an
0: episode just with that, but that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, if I, yeah, I got you. what to expect when you show up to a track because that was one of the biggest things going downstairs, even was I knew you. Like, so what do I got to do? I show up there, like, oh, free races. Well, it's not free because the track's providing power and you know, everything. Yep, and just for the record, anybody listening, when you go to a track and it does cost five dollars per class to race, just remember
1: that carpet that's on the ground is probably like three grand or more.
0: And the guy running the, the booth in general, like it's they don't run you don't run RC events as charity. But Gromax all of the Gromax stuff it's five bucks a race. Most of the stuff around here I believe is five bucks a class. Yeah. A
1: race. Most of the places. Uh, sometimes you'll run into it where it's ten dollars unlimited. Or whatever. You know. Yeah. Some might do something a, class a little like different. That.
0: But I've seen some that get really expensive. Mhm. You gotta remember that. Shut up. I don't care about the time. It's my podcast tonight. Uh, track rooming. you're paying for, you're paying for gas, you're paying for electricity to run a vacuum cleaner. Yep. Night races, you're paying for lights, you're paying for this. There's, there's a lot that goes into just even getting the course prepared that it takes half a season, full season to get everything. Wow. It goes red to get everything prepared and the people involved and all that stuff. Um, yeah, so we... Well, just... so
1: that is why it's called the Legends RC Talk and not happy RC go-fast time with El Presidente. Um, had a little issue. Ran out of time. We did. The timer turns red when it's right about an hour.
0: At least I mentioned it.
1: You did. You you said it was going red. It turned red. And the grenade blew up, and here we are. Um, so, I feel we... Need to do another segment on touring cars because we kind of went into a wormhole.
0: It was dark.
1: It was really dark.
0: A carpet munching takes a long time sometimes, all right? It's not my fault.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, uh, we are going to end this segment uh, Sunday. It is now actually Saturday, so tomorrow we will be at uh, i will be at anago r c raceway um going to do an interview with those cats down there see what uh, see what they got to say about the rc world um, again check out like subscribe legends rc talk on facebook
0: and i apologize for you know dragging it on but As far as carpet racing goes, I wasn't. I was very uncertain that there was even anything to say on this, and
1: that's kind of where I was at tonight.
0: There's a lot more on just the small aspect of it. That yeah, we
1: didn't get into nearly anything. I mean, we talked about a lot.
0: Wait till we go back to crawlers again.
1: Crawlers is endless. It is. When we did the last episode, we ended at like fifty-five minutes and. That was just touching on the subject. So, soon, soon we will get into uh, maybe a crawler-specific, do a little comparison.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, as far as this subject goes, though, thanks for letting me take over your podcast. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was
1: fun. We had to lighten the mood a little bit with it. Yep. Getting getting too serious lately after the last one with race etiquette, etiquette you know, it was...
0: I like to, yeah, I like to go all over the place just because I love the hobby. So it's for me, it's it is hard to sit still. So, so yeah,
1: get your everybody that's listening, get your Vortex or your Tamiyas, your touring cars, get them all dusted off,
0: or your slashes, bandits, and rustlers. There you go.
1: Um, yeah, carpet season's coming soon. Looking forward to seeing everybody. Uh good place to end. This is the Ryan the Legend R E A.
0: I'm Jason. El Presidente. L-I-D.
1: B-E-C. There's no good rhyme to it. No, no. It doesn't work. There isn't. Good try, though. All right. Thank you guys for following and listening. We will see you tomorrow.
0: Bye. See you
1: later. Bye. Bye.